Thanks for joining us for the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of Branded Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the Finance Guy, and I'm coming to you live from Vegas, live from the Multi-Unit Restaurant Technology Conference, a.k.a. Mertech, at the Paris Hotel in the great fighting city of Las Vegas. See what I did there? I dropped the word sin and put in fighting. Whoops, there went sin. Um, now, today is going to be unlike any podcast we've ever heard before. Unfortunately, my co-host, my brother from another mother, my partner in crime, Mr. Schatzberg, Shatzi, was unable to make it to Murtech this time, but the show, as they say, must go on. So, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, today we have a really special show. Uh, there is an incredible startup alley going on here at Murtech, and Brandon is thrilled and feels incredibly blessed and fortunate that we have the three judges of Startup Alley on the podcast. We're not going to ask them to tip their hand because there's going to be a huge announcement coming up this afternoon on the Maybe winners. A little. Maybe a little. Push Maybe a, little. a little. But we do have Mr. Phil Crawford, Mr. Tom Seeker, and Miss Astrid Isaacs. We got Phil Crawford, the CTO from CKE Restaurants, Tom Seeker, the CIO from Earl Enterprises, and Astrid Isaacs, CTO of Blooming Brands. This is a powerhouse lineup. All-star roster. All-star, all-star roster, all-star. So ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, today we are bringing in a very special guest host. He's been on the podcast not once, not twice, but three times. He's a three-time Jacket Award winner of the podcast. He's also been mentioned on the show at least a dozen times. Uh, he's our Lindsey Buckingham of the show. He also has the greatest head of hair of anyone we've ever seen and certainly had on the podcast. Let's give a very special welcome and applause for today's guest host, Mr. Sterling Douglas, co-founder and CEO of Chowley, who today we will also refer to as the technology guy. Sterling, microphone's yours, my friend. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm so excited to be here. This is my fourth uh, time on the Hospitality Hangout, and I can't be more excited to fill in Four shots you while he's out. I know I got big shoes to fill. Big shoes. But I think I've got what it takes. Big shoes. Shatsy, uh, so he's a size seven and a half. It's, it's shocking he can stand up with such small shoes. <laughs> Listen, Sterling, we have, a, we have a big lineup. We got a lot of amazing guests that we're going to bring into the show. But first, since we've got you here, our, our new Mr. Technology, um, if this conference were equivalent to dog years, when it comes to attending Murtech, you'd be a very old man, my friend. Mm-hmm. What's it like being back in person after a two-year hiatus? Well, even in conference years, I'm still not as old as you, so I think I've got that one just <laughs> fine. Uh, but no, it's great. This was the last conference that I attended before the pandemic started, almost weeks before. So it's great to see kind of the start and hopefully kind of finish of the pandemic so that we can get back to things as normal. Yes, things are definitely getting more normal, uh, which is great, great to see. You know, normally, um, and Shatsy takes the lead on this, when we do our podcast on the road, Shatsy's running around the conference, pulling people off the trade show, mm-hmm, bringing mm-hmm. them into uh, the podcast to mm-hmm. talk shop. But today, we want to focus conversations around Mertex Startup Alley, which is presented by our friends at RTN. We're excited today to have a few of the Startup Alley judges. There's been no lobbying whatsoever, just welcoming the judges, <laughs> as well as one of the participating companies, that could be that could be flagged. That could be flagged. It could well, be. Could be. All right, we'll let it go. Sterling, what do you think about the startup alley and what we're doing today? Oh, I think it's great. I mean, at Chally, we've gone through the same process. We were at Startup Alley at some of our conferences in our early days. So I know so much about, you know, the challenges and the hustle and trying to learn how to work these conferences, meet as many great guests like the ones we have today. So I'm excited to hear their thoughts on on what they've seen in Startup Alley so far. 
All right. In the immortal words of, uh, of that famous boxing announcer, let's get ready to rumble. Uh, <laughs> let's let's jump into it. Our first guest is also he is a two time. He's a he is a repeat of fajita repeater on the podcast, a two time guest, Mr. Phil Crawford, CTO of CKE Restaurants, operators of Carl Jr.'s and Hardee's. We're going to jump in, please. Phil's already here. There's no roping, no wrestling. Uh, he sat down like a gentleman. It's but- amazing how much more quickly they come when Shotzi's not here, isn't it? It is funny how they, they do. They did. They showed up on time. Yeah. Everyone's dressed appropriately. Exactly. It's, it's, that was a prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I'm going to let, uh, let's just jump into it. And, 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 and actually Sterling, why don't I let you kind of take the lead as, oh, I'd love uh, as to. my sidekick? All right. What, what's it like being back in Vegas? Look, just like you, it's been years. It's awesome to always mm-hmm. come back to this town. It's obviously a great entertainment town. It's great to be a packed part of Murtek and seeing so many friends and peers more importantly, it's just where the industry's come pre-pandemic to now kind of post-pandemic, if you want to call it. It's just an amazing time to get together and just see what's actually new and abound. No, that's I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, what have your overall thoughts on Startup Alley participants? Has it been a tough choice or are there some clear rising tech stars that you've seen? It, it's actually been really tough and challenging. Mm-hmm. We've had 17 great interviews with amazing companies all different breadths of the technology spectrum for the industry, which is awesome. And my fellow peers in judging it really has been very hard simply because we have to take our own goals and objectives (laughs) on our current day-to-day and put them aside and kind of have a non-biased approach. But some of the stuff we've seen really is next generation, but you also can see the impact of COVID and how our industry has changed through the technological evolution and really have come to the forefront some pretty cool stuff that I bet you one of these companies is going to be the next big one. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. The next big thing. The, the next big thing. Care to share? <laughs> I, I believe Shotzi always goes, you got a breaking news? Got a breaking news? <laughs> Do you have breaking news? Do we have a breaking news update? No breaking news updates right now. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> well, I, as, as an operator, you've looked at a bunch of startup uh, tech companies. You've looked at a, uh, other tech companies that are here at the conference. Are there any new technologies that you see that you would consider implementing at your stores? Yeah, actually, there's a couple. There's a bunch of big stuff from machine learning, AI mm-hmm. learning, um, a lot of different data analytics stuff that mm-hmm. large companies like myself that have large enterprises that are really invested in really can kind of push the needle farther to the right. In my industry, in the QSR, there's a lot of big uptick regarding our labor you know, constraints sure, and sure. inflation and so forth. And some of these new technologies that are coming out are startups. You wouldn't think they were startups because they have a lot of good ingenious ideas behind them mm-hmm. with a lot of backing. Mm-hmm. which kind of gives it that forefront kind of like, are you really a startup? Or you should have a bit, bit of a mask on right now. You're fooling me. When you're, when you're a company starting up, that's the biggest compliment you can get. <laughs> when you only have eight guys that are working there and someone says, oh, you must be a big company. You yeah, a yeah. lot of people. That's, that's always the goal. That's hey, great to hear. It's good. Special shout out actually to the branded marketing team. I actually get that comment about, I get asked that question a lot, which is how big is your marketing team to do everything they do with the podcast, the thought leadership, the events? And I take it as a compliment. It's actually a small team. They just work really hard. At least, at least they're not for PLs in advance. That'd be a big thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'd be welcome to share. Yeah, exactly. Those. All right. I get to jump in here. Uh, uh, Phil, what is, what is new at CKE? The last time you were a guest on the Hangout, for those playing at home, that was May 24th, 2021. Um, we were chatting about the success of Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. Is the momentum still going strong? What's going on at CKE? It's going very strong. So the great part is, like mentioned last time we were together, we're really on that di- digital transformation. But I'm going to recoin that term. We're in a dev- digital evolution now. Ooh, I like that. It's Boom. Deep. deep. Mm-hmm. Julie uh, trademarked that quickly before, uh, before <laughs> someone else does it. So with us, we're like, we're in the, we were, last time we spoke, we were in the finalization of standardizing our point of sale, our infrastructure, our back offices. Now happy to report that we're live with apps and websites and soon to be coming national ads with loyalty, something um, our brands never had. Mm-hmm. And I realized in our industry, the QSR was like, you guys are late to the game. 
You know what though? At least we're at the game. And yeah, it's a huge, absolutely. huge thing for us too. And besides that, our growth has been, you know, exponential as well. We're doing very well financially. And I think just overall the company culture is really in a good positive place. All right. So there's a lot of trouble at CK. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <tons>. <laughs> Sorry. Last time we spoke, you mentioned that you believe restaurants will be moving away from the POS systems and leaning more into cloud-based systems and direct-to-consumer interactions. Are you still feeling the same way? Oh, yeah, even more now. Boom. Even more now. Breaking news. He's doubled Breaking down. News. He's doubled down. down. He's doubling so down. I, I still believe the point of sale, as we know, it will eventually go away and everything goes to a kitchen-centric operation itself utilizing solutions like Tally and others from integration standpoints. Mark my words. I was going to say, that's a great shout out, by the way. <laughs> that's a good shout out. All right, here's your 20 bucks. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm in Vegas. So I'll put it on block. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, it wouldn't be a podcast without a crystal ball moment where we ask our guests to see restaurants and technology two years from now. Being that we're at Murtech today, we want to know when you come back to Murtech two years from now, what do you think are going to be the hot topics? What will have changed or evolved? Two big things, again, I think are going to be AI, but I think what's really going to change our thing of it is, number one, I think you're going to see a, a, a consolidation of companies, more than we've seen before in the past. I also think you're going to see more about the personalization, the contextual type for the consumer, and the insights that we haven't seen before in the past either as well. If, technology. If I were a betting man, I'd agree with that 100%. There we go. Um, I'm not smart enough to bet against you, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I, I strongly going to take this next segment, but I want to be very clear. Uh, if Shatsy were here, he would say this is the, bet, the best segment of the podcast. Always is. Uh, it always goes to Shatsy. Uh, so since Mr. Sterling Douglas is filling in for our restaurant guy, uh, the, uh, the, the branded quick fire goes to the technology guy. And it is now time for the branded quickfire, Las Vegas edition. Uh, so as, as Jimmy said, it's everyone's favorite segment. I am an absolute, uh, it's honored to be able to, to take this segment on from Jaxie. So we're going to be asking you five lightning round questions. Don't think too hard. Just give it the first answer that pops into your head. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Number one, what's your favorite thing about Vegas? Gambling. What's your favorite Vegas restaurant? I can't think about that fast. There's too many restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back. What's your favorite casino game? Blackjack. Ooh. What's your favorite movie that takes place in Vegas? Uh, leaving Las Vegas. Nice. <laughs> Great. That's, that's the correct choice. <laughs> all right. Now, let's say the three of us are playing poker. Who is more likely to go all in on a bluff? Jimmy or myself? I got to go with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very lucky. I was certain that was coming to me. No. Like, I was certain it was coming my way. But, well, you know, he just, he saw me and he envisioned Shotzi. Yes. And he's was. like, Shotzi yes. would definitely yes. go yes. all in the box. Yes, he's in, in the Shotzi world. That's right. I think he chose correctly. Yeah, there we go. But we have to circle back. What's your favorite Vegas restaurant? In-N-Out Burger. Ah, well played. <laughs> Even though I'm a burger guy, I shouldn't say that. But you know what? When, it's it's when a you're, good burger. When you're away from home, mm-hmm. got to go back to They don't roots. have any of them in Chicago, so I'm with you on that or one. Or in Nashville. <laughs> that is excellent. Phil, we appreciate you, everything you're doing and how much time you uh, you commit to this industry, not just for your company and CKE, but really what you're doing for every, with everyone else and, and the time uh, with the Startup Alley crew. So thank you so much for being here. You're a two-time uh, uh, hospitality hangout. When you, do ta- when you do number three, we'll have the jacket for you. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I appreciate it as always. You guys are great to have me here. It's always great to give my insights and I enjoy the competition. Excellent. And thank you, Thank Phil. you so much for coming Thanks. by. We are literally asking Phil to 
uh, step away from the <laughs> podcast booth, this fancy setup we have with the lights, the cameras. Beautiful here. This really is unbelievable. Look, look at all this stuff. We, 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 we uh, didn't, we didn't, we didn't spare anything. No, the snacks have been amazing. <laughs> and the beverages. Uh, we are welcoming to the show. Welcome to the hot seat, Mr. Tom Seeker, the CIO at Earl Enterprises. We are huge fran- fans of Earl Enterprises, mm-hmm. and we greatly appreciate you being here. So, uh, welcome, uh, Tom. And um, we, we're going to jump right into this, if that's okay with you. Sounds great. Um, and I guess I'll be kicking it off. Um, as an operator, um, what have you learned so far from the uh, Startup Alley participants? I've learned that uh, the pandemic has had one positive effect in our industry, and it gave some people more time to do focus on research and development when they wouldn't have done it before. So a lot of the things we're working on are well thought out. And they've had more time, whether they wanted it or not, but they've had more time to actually do testing and verification and, and really think out what they're trying to do and why. I dig it. So you got to slow down to speed up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Slow down to speed up. That was, uh, that was, that was Jimmy Frischling's comment. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that one. Okay. Um, and I want to be careful with this next question. We're actually not asking you to tip your hands or show your cards at all. See, show your cards, Vegas. See what I did very, there? Very nice, Jimmy. Um, who or what have you been most excited to see? What's everyone talking about? Again, not asking you to give any insights or sorry, any insights. Yes. Um, any uh, head, uh, any in, any insights to the next level of the contest? No. But what well, have you been most excited to see and what's everyone talking about? I think it's really going back to how data is being handled and how quickly we've been able to pivot in the industry and what kind of adjustments we've been able to do to make that pivot. So I think having all the different startups look at what the challenges are that are today versus what they were 18 months ago. I mean, they're totally mm-hmm. different challenges before we were having conversations about how do we get different guests and how do we make table turns? How do we do table touches? Now we're having conversations about how do we get uh, an 85 year old uh, lady to be able to place her order on her cell phone? And how do we uh, get the order coming in from this laptop or from this piece of equipment or from a kiosk? These were conversations that weren't happening 18 months ago on a regular basis. And now that's the everyday conversation. It's true. Yeah. The, the omni channel that, that you have to take in for orders, I think is just, vastly accelerated over the past 18 months. It has. Think of the pressure being put on operators now. The first they had to figure out how to satisfy guests, get guests in the door and satisfy them. And now they have to be technology and innovative geniuses to be able to diligence and figure all this out. I they have to be hiring experts now too. I just wish there was someone who could help them. And even when they're in the door, they're using the technology differently than they did before. Now you're sitting here scanning a QR code on your phone and doing it at the table. And QR codes have been around for 10, 15, 20 years. I thought they but, were dead. But now yeah, everyone's using them. That's, is that breaking news? Everyone's using, everyone's everyone's using QR, QR codes? I think that's the next breaking news next is that breaking they're not news. dead. QR codes QR are alive. QR codes are, are alive and well. Um, I feel like we're putting a little pressure on Tom here, but for any operators who couldn't make it out to the show, are there any tech companies you've come across that you think they should know about? Again, no tipping of the hand, but – and it could be Startup Alley. It could be anything out in the I conference. Will, I will tip it, and I'll tip it beautifully. If you go look at the participants in Startup Alley, yes, look at every one of them. <laughs> Boom. By the way, Tom. I mean, Tom's, he can't be wrong. Can't be wrong. I can't be wrong. And I got to tell you, Tom's going to win the popularity contest here. When you Let play the roulette table, do you put it on every single number as well? <laughs> no, I put it on somebody else's number and oh, let pay go. for it. <laughs> I, I, I got a question for you. Sure. Uh, if you are. What's new at Earl Enterprises? I know that you recently uh, transitioned from uh, two J's to Earl's. What are you? What are you most excited to do and, and bring to your new role? 
Well, I've, I've worked with a lot of different restaurant chains, everything from uh, Astrid's Group from many, many years ago with, with, uh, with Outback and uh, multiple different restaurant chains. The, the excitement I have is just being able to take what I've learned through all these years and kind of apply it more of an enterprise environment. Uh, the good thing about 2J's is it's it's a owned company of Earl's. So I've been a member of the of the group for a while. Mm -hmm. So I got a preview of what I was coming into before I got here. So I was a actually- A little sneak peek. Some, yeah, oh yeah. I was able to look behind the curtains beforehand and and, <laughs> and, and make some decisions and, and some planning. So I'm most excited about the fact that uh, I've been able to collaborate with the team before I became a full member of the team. Mm -hmm. And now we're able to execute. So it's it's a lot of fun, a lot of different brands. We got many, many different brands doing many different things from Italian to, to 2Js to uh, Planet Hollywood and quite a few other environments, including VDC, which has been kind of fun as well. Oh, that's a perfect segue into the next question. Ooh. It's kind of it's kind of like you knew what was coming. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about these ghost kitchens. This is something uh, near and dear to my heart as well. But specifically, what would that be? Uh, ghost kitchens, <laughs> virtual restaurants. I don't know. There's just maybe a virtual dining concept, maybe. if you will. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the space? You know, two years ago, I really didn't think it was all that bright. I'll be honest with mm -hmm. you. I, I just didn't think that really had legs. Then the pandemic hit, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, it became pretty genius to me that uh, we would take something that was very underutilized and find a way to monopolize it. And that's one thing our industry has been really, really good at is that pivot that I talked about. Mm -hmm. We find a way to continue to make ourselves relevant whenever one thing starts to fade, we come up with a new way to do it. And the most exciting with me that, that we're doing with, with, uh, with, with Earl and that we're doing with Ghost Kitchens and pretty much everything else is the technology that we're putting into play. Your technology, the technologies from the antiquated POS that we, we think is going to convert. I mean, it's all a POS, right? It's, it's just software. It's just APIs. It's things talking to each other. Um, the exciting thing about Ghost Kitchens and VDC, and uh, it's just taking what already exists and doing it in a different way. It's best utilizing your staff, best utilizing your brick and mortar, best utilizing your SD-WAN, best utilizing your technology to be able to provide the same service in a different way to make sure your guest is taken care of whenever you have staffing issues. You can do more with less by using the technology. You can use bots to think a little bit ahead. You can do predictive ordering, uh, not to mention some of the things that we've looked at today, exactly mentioning things we looked at today. <laughs> um, but the reality is, is it's, it's, it's just another way of getting food in the hands of our customers and taking care of them in a different way, but doing it at the speed of light, which is pretty amazing. So I have two thoughts um, as I listen to Tom share, uh, answer your question, Sterling. One is um, I, I've been part of this industry for a long time. I've also been in the financial world. Um, I will say the grittiness, the creativity, the agility of this industry and the people in it, I've always been wowed by. Um, so I, I recognize that this pandemic hit many industries hard. Um, I would argue it may have hit the restaurant industry as, as hard as any. Mm -hmm. And the resiliency and the creativity to, to kind of bounce back the way they are is, is amazing. So I want to give a shout out um, uh, to, to everyone in it for that. The second thing is we've had two guests thus far on the show and they've both given a shout out to Chowie twice. What did I miss? Did I miss the Did I miss the, <laughs> did I miss the Do they not normally do this when Chatsy's here? <laughs> I just figured they did. <laughs> I think I missed the pre-meeting on this one. But all right, good for you, Sterling. You're getting shout-outs twice. Uh, Tom, uh, as we like to say, it wouldn't be a podcast without the crystal ball moment. We get to ask our guests where they see restaurants and technology two years from now. Uh, again, being that we're at Mertech today, we'd like to know when we all come back together here at Mertech two years from now, what do you think are going to be the hot topics and what do you think may have changed or evolved? 
I think the beautiful thing is it's going to be about IT. I think it's going to be about technology. I think everybody's finding out that you cannot get in your car, you cannot change clothes, you cannot buy anything, you cannot watch TV, listen to a podcast, you cannot do anything without technology. In our industry, it's moving to technology. Everything from hot plates to how you order food to how you listen to the phone, how you talk to your customer. You don't have the old loops on the ground anymore. Now you've got cameras handling that. It's all about that. So in two years, it's going to be how we take existing technologies, how we take what just came out and what's coming out tomorrow and marry them together. And then looking at where we have standard capability to where we can all share data. And I think that's the big open piece is sharing data, moving data, because it's all about that. It's not actionable if you can't get data. So I think that's going to be the big conversation is how do we get data from Chally? How do we get data from third party? How do we get party from consumer direct? How do we get that from old databases and old POSs that are now defunct and pull all that together so we can do real time actionable work? Dropping insights, dropping knowledge. I'm pretty sure there's a startup alley company that does exactly that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> all right, Sterling, show off and take the everybody's favorite segment. All right, Tom, it's time for the branded quickfire. Las Vegas edition, five lightning round questions. Don't think too hard. Just say the first answer that comes to mind for these next few questions. What is your favorite thing about Vegas? Watching people. People watching. I That's like awesome. Favorite Vegas restaurant? Planet Hollywood. Nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Nice. Shout out, Robert. I completely agree. In fact, <laughs> it, that is the absolute family feud survey says Planet Hollywood. <laughs> what is your favorite casino game? Blackjack. That's two, that's two blackjacks. Two blackjacks. All right. All right. Favorite movie that takes place in Vegas? Vegas Vacation. Ah. That's pretty good. That's shout pretty out. D'Angelo. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Let's say the three of us are playing poker. Who is more likely to go all in on a bluff? Me or Jimmy? Jimmy. Yes. Yeah. I, by the way, I think he's right. It's all of your <laughs> It's because you can tell you're bluffing. Your face just says it all. Uh, I'm a risk taker. It's who I am. It's how I play. I'm what a risk you gotta taker. do, uh, Tom? You're a gentleman for coming. You're a gentleman for what you're doing. Uh, we're huge fans of of, your, of the company, uh, Earl Enterprises, and um, and thank you for being part not just of the podcast today, uh, but for being one of the judges of, of of the Startup Alley. And and again, greatly appreciate what you continue and your team does for the industry. So thank you for showing up. We Thanks for having it. me on board. It's been a real honor. Thank awesome. you so much. Thanks, Tom. Tom. No roping. We get to invite properly and elegantly this Astrid Isaacs Sir. to the table. She's coming in. Astrid, welcome. Letting her set up, get her microphone on. And away we go. Astrid Isaacs, CTO of Blooming Brands and Startup Alley Judge. Uh, Astrid, your first time on the podcast and welcome to the show. Uh, as an operator, um, what have you learned uh, so far from the uh, from the Startup Alley participants? You've got some smart, amazing people who've found solutions for like real life problems. Um, and so that's really the best part of it. Right. Yeah. I love it. No, I, I, I agree. We, I've long told these some of the conference organizers at Startup Alley shouldn't be sitting out by the loading docks mm -hmm. um, because it's such an interesting part. I find the, a lot of the attendants, uh, the attendees, I should say, are really eager to see what's coming down the pike. And I think Mertek um, and our judges have done an amazing job um, curating and, and selecting and now going through it. Um, who or what have you been most excited to see? What's everybody talking about? 
Am I tipping my hat? Don't tip. Yep. No, okay. no tipping. No tipping. <laughs> well, a little bit, though. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, you've had 17 startup groups, right? Who've all found solutions, innovative solutions for the restaurant industry. Um, each one very different, but solving problems. And, and so not tipping higher. I mean, it's been great to see. Um, you know, I think... We're in a world now that has changed because of the pandemic. And so mm -hmm. having, having solutions that solve and drive efficiency is, is critical. No, I, I agree. And I have to say that I, a silver lining to the pandemic, um, away from the amount of time I got to spend with my daughter, um, <laughs> has been that this industry realized that they had to look at tech and innovation like medicine and not like vitamins. And, and I think mm -hmm. a testament to the companies that you've been looking at and a lot of the companies out there. Uh, for operators who couldn't make it out to the show, are there any tech companies you've come across that maybe they should know about? And again, not asking you to tip your hand, but any companies uh, that you come across at the conference in general? All of them, but no. Again, you can't be wrong when you answer like that. Uh, just companies who are leveraging AI, machine learning, um, big data. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways that can be applied to. Absolutely. I mean, whether it's labor, food, ordering, there's tons of different applications of AI. Have there been any particular that you've been most interested at? <laughs> He's going all, of them? All, all of them? All of them? them. <laughs> I tried. I tried, Jimmy. I'm Mertek, trying. Mertek will be proud of uh, Astrid and, and, of, and of Tom. They, they, they work close lips. Loose lips sink, sink ships. ships. <laughs> Loose lips sink ships. Uh, that's a great quote. Another great, great quote, by the way. I love on your LinkedIn profile. Yeah. Um, I, I believe it's it's a it's a Ghani quote, but the the future depends on what we do today. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's great. What's Bloom and Brands doing today to change the future of food service? Embracing technology, mm -hmm. really embracing technology, and and again, silver lining, right? With the pandemic, um, we need technology in the hands of our operators faster than we can implement it. Mm -hmm. And so our focus right now is, you know, with, with labor being so high, is to drive efficiencies, to give our operators the technology they need to, to run their restaurants. No, that, that makes total sense. I mean, you've been working for the company for over six years, I believe. What's changed the most during your tenure? It's been an evolution of technology. Mm -hmm. And I think now we are at a point where we're really laser focused on being digital first, hospitality driven. So it makes my job very easy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're being modest. No, we're for, to anyone to anyone who's over supervising Astrid and, and, and talking about her compensation. I'm telling you, she is the hardest working person in show business out here at the conference. Never mm -hmm. a dull moment. No, no downtime. Remember that. <laughs> um, Astrid, it wouldn't be a podcast without our crystal ball moment. So uh, we're going to ask we're going to ask you where you see restaurants and technology two years from now. Um, since we're at Mertech today, when we come back to the show in two years, uh, what do you think are going to be the hot topics? What would have changed, evolved? What are your thoughts around that? I, I think efficiency is key, right? So the pandemic taught us or really educated everyone in being a lot more receptive to being omni-channel and to providing that convenience for our customers. I think we're going to get better at it. I think there are going to be a hell of a lot more acquisitions being made because people are looking holistically and trying to find full solutions versus just one piece of the solution, right? An end-to-end -end solution for restaurants. I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. 
it, it, the acquisitions, I mean, that's already started. And yeah. you look at our last 30 days, I think there's been <laughs> two uh, pretty major ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not crying about it. It's nice to be out here looking at that new logo that uh, that Bebot put up. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks to our thanks to our friends at DoorDash. Yeah, good, good to be an early investor in that one, huh, Jimmy? <laughs> you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't I don't want to. Uh, I like to walk with a small stick, but it was uh, it was all Shatsy's idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the branded Quickfire. Yes, <laughs> very good transition, Shatsy, uh, all the time. And here you go, Sterling. The the best segment, everyone's favorite. They're playing the home game. It's all you, Sterling. And for the Las Vegas edition. Now, we will be asking you five lightning round questions. Okay. Don't think too hard. Just give us the first answer that comes to mind okay. for the next few questions. Okay. Number one, what's your favorite thing about Vegas? Vegas never sleeps. It's a good, good answer. Favorite Vegas restaurant? Uh, any steakhouse. Any steakhouse. Good. Nice. Any steakhouse at all. Vegan, she is. Well, she might be, but she still wants a steakhouse. I shouldn't assume anything. But she's they have the steakhouse. great sides. I mean, great those steakhouses. So I, I could see that. How about your favorite casino game? Poker. Nice. Ooh. There you have it. Well, that this, that's another question. Be, well, no, we got to go in order. All right. All right. Number four. Favorite movie that takes place in Vegas? Ocean's Eleven. Nice. That's a good one. George Clooney is on my wife's list, by the way, the laminated list. I'm not going to ask okay. any more details about Clooney's these questions. Let's not. I have no follow-up <laughs> questions from that. Number five, let's say the three of us were playing your favorite casino game, poker. Mm -hmm. Who is more likely to go all in on a bluff, me or Jimmy? You. Nice. That was so quick. She, she thought about it. <laughs> At least she let me finish the question. Yes. I think she already knew halfway through the question what she was going to say. Yes. Yes. All in the bluff. She goes, Sterling. Ask Jimmy, we want to thank you so much for stopping by and being on the uh, the podcast. Um, loving what you guys are doing at Bloom and, 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 and great to see you and these and the other judges, Tom and, and Bill, rocking this thing out and excited to see the big finale later this afternoon. Uh, but thank you very much for being part of this. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Sterling. Thank you. Well, listen, I told you at the start of the at the the start of the show, we had something very special for you. And wow, I think they delivered a uh, special shout out to Mr. Phil Crawford, Mr. Tom Seeker, and Ms. Astrid Isaacs. That was really great. And I feel very lucky that uh, we had all three judges in Sterling. I got to tell you, I think you did the you did the, you did the quick fire incredibly well. I mean, yeah, you it, could almost say slightly better than than it's been done before. You could say that, but I actually my office is right next to Shatsy, so if I said it, I'd be in troubles. But I'll say you did very well. Okay, yeah, all wink, right. wink, wink, <laughs> no, not. But no, we want to thank our listeners so much. Uh, we know there are literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and the fact that you guys continue to hang out with us is something we greatly appreciate. So thank you guys, and we're going to say, say our goodbye from Mertech at the Paris Hotel Vegas. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.